This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, February 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. States call for more ag aid. Latino ag workers see most virus deaths and stimulus to include aid for minority farmers. States call for aid to farm workers and specialty crop growers. The National Association of State Departments of Agriculture, or NASDA, Ask Acting Ag Secretary Kevin Shea for more flexibility and special crop block grants. Relief did not carry forward for 2021 funds through the normal farm bill mechanism for the additional emergency funds appropriated in the omnibus, said NASDA CEO Barb Glenn. She outlined ways ag departments could use the block grants if more flexibility is provided. They could support vaccination programs for food and ag workers, build isolation housing, and offset costs for transportation to work sites. COVID-19 deaths highest among Latino food and ag workers. A new study finds that food and agriculture workers are among those suffering the most deaths from the COVID-19. The UC San Francisco research found that death rates among working-age Californians in this sector increased by 39% during the pandemic. Transportation and logistics workers came in second with a 28% increase. The study showed that in-person workers fared worse than those who were able to shift work from home. The study concluded the transmissions likely came from the workplace and strict enforcement of health orders are needed to protect workers. Vaccine distribution prioritizing in-person essential workers will be important for reducing excess COVID mortality, reads the report. Latino food and egg workers saw an increase of 59% in their mortality rate, while the overall increase for the Latino Californians was 36%. Black Californians working in retail also saw a 36% increase in mortality. Among Asian Californians, the highest increase was among healthcare workers at 40%. White food and ag workers saw a 16% increase. Farmers offer idea for Newsom's 30 by 30 goal. CDFA has been asking farmers and ranchers for ideas on reducing greenhouse gas emissions and enhancing biodiversity. Governor Gavin Newsom's executive order calls on California to join three dozen countries in committing to protecting 30% of the planet by 2030. In the first of a series of listening sessions, Amrith Gutiscara of CDFA's Office of Environmental Farming and Innovation said past discussions led to investments such as the $87.5 million from the State Water Efficiency and Enhancement Program, or SWEEP, that's gone into 828 projects. This discussion is really important to find out what else we need to put on our list, Gutiscara said. Technology and research were two areas of discussion with several dairy producers interested in more innovation in manure management. Others suggested that landowners who rent to farmers and ranchers need incentives to encourage their tenants to start new conservation practices. On that note, the Assembly Ag Committee will hold an informational hearing Wednesday afternoon on environmental farming. Chair Robert Reeves of Hollister will host three farmers ahead of the hearing in a webinar streamed on his Facebook page. Stimulus to include aid for minority farmers. 
House committees begin voting starting today on the first provisions in the massive $1.9 trillion coronavirus aid package President Biden is pushing to pass. The House Agriculture Committee is scheduled to meet Wednesday to approve its portion of the package. The chairman of the House Ag Committee, David Scott of Georgia, has been coordinating with his Senate counterpart, Deborah Stabenow of Michigan, on those provisions, according to a source close to the discussions. There won't be a large tranche of aid for agriculture as there was in the aid bills that passed in March and again in December. But there will be assistance for minority farmers and provisions to bolster research at black, Hispanic, and Native American universities and colleges. Take note, some of the provisions will be in line with a $5 billion assistance package. Stabenow joined three new Democratic members of the Senate Ag Committee in proposing for minority farmers, the source said. The proposal includes $4 billion to pay off existing debt and taxes. The sponsor of the proposal includes the committee's two black members, Democrats Raphael Warnock of Georgia, Cory Booker of New Jersey. CBO throws a ringer in minimum wage debate. One of the biggest issues Democrats are struggling with is whether to use the stimulus bill to enact an increase in the minimum wage. The Congressional Budget Office released an analysis of the wage increase that could make it harder or easier to pass, depending on your perspective. The CBO analysis found that raising the minimum wage would throw 1.4 million people out of work, while at the same time lifting 900,000 people over the poverty line. That unemployment estimate could make it politically more difficult for some Democrats to support the bill. But supporters of the wage increase say the CBO analysis enables the provision to be attached to the aid package under the Senate's budget reconciliation rules. Here's why. Any provision of the reconciliation bill must somehow affect government outlays or revenue. And the CBO is estimating that the wage hike would increase the federal budget deficit by $54 billion. Keep in mind, farm workers are exempt from the federal minimum wage. Hemp industry moves forward on checkoff program. The National Industrial Hemp Council and Hemp Industries Association said they will proceed with the development of a hemp checkoff program, citing, quote, positive results from a recently conducted survey. Well, over two-thirds of respondents strongly agreed with the essence of a checkoff the need for more research, for greater promotion of the industry, and for greater consumer education of the hemp industry, the group said. The intensity of support dropped somewhat when a checkoff fee was involved, but two-thirds of the respondents still backed the idea, even if it involved a nominal assessment of less than 1% of the value of their crops to fund industry research, promotion, and consumer education. Nearly half of those surveyed were hemp farmers, the group said. The next highest level of responses was from those who process CBD and retail locations. Here's today's He Said It. This nonsense from my colleague, Assemblymember Mark Levine of San Rafael, is pure shenanigans and political posturing. Burl, this is not going to heal our state and nation. That Republican Assemblymember Devon Mathis of Vasilia in a tweet about a measure banning from the U.S. Capitol Congress members who voted to overturn presidential election ballots. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, February 9th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, 
I'm Jeff Nelly.